that is going in the intro for next season. Time stamp it. I've never wanted to have sex with a pot pie, but like, I'd have sex with that pot pie. We're all weak to stepping on nails. Let me preface this by saying I wrote a script. Daytona Beach is like two mild inconveniences for being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway. So many of my tabs say semen. Are you guys ready for this weird horny adventure that we're all about to go on? You can't handcuff me for skanking. This motherfucker gaslights you. Diet Coke and Sorrow will be chapter four. And against all odds, Kyle, we became those squirrely weirdos. This whole podcast is a very negative mouthfeel. Hello, and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how Mario and Luigi sure kill a lot of turtles when compared to the average plumber. Hmm. Not that the average plumber kills zero turtles. Not just, yeah. <laughs> you know, you never yeah, know what they might come across. Just for a little bit of a margin of error. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, folks, it's that time of year again. Not time of every four years again, I guess. Um, time for the spirit of competition to return to the world stage. Time to light the torches. Practice your opening ceremony choreography and wait for an American news outlet to write something pl- problematic when an underdeveloped country performs better than expected. Because we're going to the Olympic Games. Ooh, I was just going to like... Hung the Olympic theme, and then I realized I didn't really remember it. Well, it, to to clarify, it's really every two years, but the winter the Winter Olympics are bad except for curling. No, they are objectively better than the Summer Olympics. I'm not. We're, that's <laughs> that not is, the fight uh, that we're having wrong. today. That's I don't I don't dislike the Winter Olympics, but that's not a common take. But like, it's I think right, like most yeah. people. I most I think most people feel like summer is better than winter. Yeah, but it's not true. Yeah, both the season and the games. Summer is the more authentic Olympics. Yeah, I believe. But like, the Winter Olympics has more entertaining events, in my opinion. Winter Olympics are like Pepsi Pepsi One in the sense that there's only <laughs> one thing that's worth watching, and that's curling. And that's curling. None that's of curling. the none of the snowboarding, <laughs> Todd does it for it's you fine. figure skating doesn't nothing no it's fine. just curling i should have a witty comeback here but you got me so good with the pepsi one drop that i, <laughs> right? I don't think i can compare <laughs> to that you, you you win i did it everyone <laughs> let's was that was that it can we finish the episode <laughs> thanks for listening to debate this it's been debated <laughs> roll credits um so looking to the future of the olympic games to continue the episode Uh, Following the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, the committee, in partnership with Comcast, NBC Universal, is looking to make the Olympics more appealing to a younger crowd. We did a great job capturing Gen X 30 years too late by adding skateboarding this past year, so we want to get ahead of the game and add something pretty soon to maybe catch the millennial crowd. Um, Our early ideas like destroy an industry symbolic of the middle class, record someone accosting a service employee, and two-bedroom apartment cleaning all didn't test very well with the demographic, so we're looking to pull from one industry that has millennials eating out of the palm of their hands, video games. So to keep the Olympics fresh, we are going to add one new game, feat, event, whatever you want to call it, from the world of video games. Can I ask a very honest question? Yes. And and for the listeners out there, I just got Invisalign, so this is why I sound really fucking weird, so sorry. (laughs) Um, I'm not used to to talking with it yet. how soon do we think that what this stupid thing that we're talking about is actually real? <laughs> because it feels like esports and video games, like they're it's all they're part on a of, collision course to each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think honestly, like bits aside, I think we're still probably a good like twenty years out, um, mm-hmm. if not a little bit longer. Just because, like Kyle said, yeah. skateboarding was really popular. 20 years ago uh, yeah and now it's in the olympics so like i think yeah 20 years from now they might be playing like what was the quake i think quake will be in the olympics 20 <laughs> years from now <laughs> i was gonna say we we need an x games we need a video game a video x games. game x games yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's Which what I guess e3 is... should be what if we canceled e3 <laughs> and made mm-hmm. e3 video game x games yeah i think i always tell people i think um awesome games done quick is the closest thing that we have to a video game Olympics or mm, in this yeah. case, next games. Yeah, that's that's a good take, I think. So we are adding video game events to the Olympics. 
But as shown by the failure of our previous attempts, we need some help in this department, as usual. Uh, and that's why I've brought in some ringers, experts in the field of video games, to help get the event that will attract the most attention. That's why today we are joined with Matt Skijoring Cole, Andrew Horse Vaulting Henderson, and Todd Plunge for Distance Thomas to help us decide the next Olympic event. Now, I don't like that. No, um, <laughs> Matt, I will say different take. Matt is my favorite Ikea furniture. Yeah, I was going to say Skijoring <laughs> is my Nordic name. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone know the theme? It's, it's former Olympic events, yeah? Uh, yeah, weird former Olympic events. Skijoring being um, skiing on horses. <laughs> Wild. What? Horse vaulting being like the uh, the pommel vault, but with an actual horse, mm-hmm. and uh, plunge for distance is diving and plunging in, with horses. Uh, plunging <laughs> yeah. with horses, um, you dive into the pool and see how far away from the the launch point you can get on one push without swimming at all. Interesting. You, you dive into a hmm. pool and float away. Is <laughs> is that event? Hmm. The Olympics are weird. The Olympics are so weird. Uh, pl- so, gentlemen, please present to the panel your idea for the next Olympic event based on the actions performed in video games that athletes will perform in real life. All right. Well, Kyle and representatives of the Olympic community committee or whatever, when you bring a new event to the Olympics, you have to make sure it has a rich and storied history behind it. You need something that people are familiar with, even if the broader audience doesn't know the fine details. And most importantly, whatever event you add to the Olympics has to be attainable enough that every burned out frat dad is convinced it's easy (laughs) and that they could definitely do that. So today I want to bring the home run contest from the Super Smash Brothers series, an event 20 years in the making. The home run contest is a staple of video game competition. The everyday audience doesn't need to know all the fancy jargon like dash dancing pillaring or meteor smashing all they need to know is hit bag go far look for home run contests to storm the world of the do thing go far events just like shot put long jump discus triple jump hammer throw and javelin so i want to be clear you are proposing the just how far can you smack a thing with a bat Yep. And not event. baseball because baseball you may mm. be aware is an event well is it it's a sport. It's definitely it's a sport. A sport. It is yeah, a baseball sport. Yeah. is a sport. Objectively a sport. Yes. We'll have to Last check. Wait, let me let me check the check. Yeah, the get re- on IMDb. Baseball. Baseball is a sport. Can okay. can verify. Got it. Okay. Yes. So no, not not baseball and not home run derby from the the from the baseball sport. from baseball. the baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No home run contest where again hit bag go far. Why is it called home run contest, Matt? I have so many I don't know. questions. I didn't, what do, do you think I was on the dev team for Super Smash Brothers Melee, Andrew? I don't know. That's just what they called it. Just because I, mean, I think he's drawing enough. further baseball comparisons, Matt. Is, yeah, is well, I was going to say, if, the, if that's a real question, I'm going to do the opposite of the nerd, push my glasses up and pull my glasses down and say because <laughs> it's like a baseball home run derby. But I don't know if it was him being genuine or not. He was not. He was not being genuine. <laughs> oh, I was being genuine. I was trying to be genuine. It's because you have the bat, the home run bat, the home run bat. Yeah. The, uh-huh. item, the home run bat. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, it's okay. Jokes are way funnier when you explain them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Andrew, what, what event do you propose for the, the next Olympics? Um, well, unlike Matt's, mine is not already a sport. Uh, so <laughs> what's let sport? me be clear. Shut up, Andrew. Your <laughs> idea is already bad. <laughs> Be nice to me, my teeth hurt. All right, so (laughs) no no third-person character action game or roguelike featuring RPG elements worth their salt would be anything without the dodge roll, which, of course, is the developer-intended method for breaking video games (laughs) in the current generation. Now, the actual act of dodging and countering is a thing that you can do in a video game versus, like, in the platform 2D era of just, like, jumping and avoiding I couldn't find a citation on this, but I think it was first made popular in fighting games because um, that was like you're actually like dodging and countering and countering sure. things. Um, but then once games start getting into 3D, everyone's doing it. 
<laughs> Everyone was sidestepping, strafe hopping, and, and the like. Everyone and their mother's brother doing that, <laughs> doing that side hop. Yep. You saw Link doing backflips in Ocarina of Time. Dante from Devil May Cry was leaping forward while firing guns and cool anime poses, right? We had Prince of, the prince from Prince of Persia was leaping off walls and doing flippy tricks. But all of these games, while they included dodging, it was definitely more of a focus on offense. And it took for granted that dodging was just this like situational kind of thing. So when, uh, when From Software released Demon's Souls in 2009, they revolutionized the idea of defensive combat. So like really wasn't a thing outside of fighting games. Um, and they introduced it by way of the stamina meter. Now, again, not exactly the first time that we saw a stamina meter, but definitely the most like well-intentioned use of it. Uh, so in that game, and then all the Dark Souls games that preceded it, the idea is you are the squishy and underpowered little little boy man uh, compared to your compared to your big bad enemies. They're they're going to attack you. They're going to do a lot of damage, and you have to either you have to avoid that damage either by blocking with your shield or by literally somersaulting out of the way over over the damage. Mm-hmm. Now, either doing either of these things are going to cost you stamina, uh, but because blocking doesn't require any precise timing, it's just like pressing a button. It's marginally safer but therefore comes with a cost. Uh, so if your shield isn't strong enough, you're going to still take some of that block damage. Uh, but if your shield is too strong or too massive, you just lose a ton of stamina, and then you could get like knocked over, leaving you wide open for a massive attack, right? Dodge rolling, on the other hand, will allow you to completely avoid damage at a much smaller cost if, completely t- if timed right. So higher risk, higher reward. Now, in the 10 years since Dark Souls came out, dodge rolling has shown up everywhere. Uh, Games like Bayonetta, Breath in the Wild both reward you by slowing down time after a perfectly timed dodge. Uh, Souls like like Dead Cells and Blasphemous implemented 2D dodge rolling. Returnal and Enter the Gungeon are bullet hells that literally require you to use to use dodge rolling as the way to avoid bullets, like rolling <laughs> through bullets. And the name of the developer of Enter the Gungeon is literally dodge roll. So this is something that like the gamers love it. The gamers are in. Okay. Okay. The millennials are going to get in because they know that the gamers are going to get into it. So it's foolproof. All right. I don't know how that logic lines up. Yeah. Some salting is the most efficient form of transportation. <laughs> so, if this is just somersaulting, mm-hmm. is this not just gymnastics? That's an excellent question, Matt. And it was really good of you to, to use my logic against me. In the next <laughs> question, I will argue how it is specifically not gymnastics because you cannot become invincible whilst doing gymnastics. Yeah, I don't think you've done the lab tests on that. I, yeah. I've watched floor routines and they look <laughs> invincible. Yeah, That's I've seen Simone Biles point. do things and I, mm-hmm. I refuse mm-hmm. to believe she's not invincible. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fair argument. We will, we will let Andrew explain the rules before we d- determine whether or not he just copied gymnastics. Um, Todd, why don't you tell us um, our final suggested new event for today? Well, Olympic Commissioner Kyle went leader of the Olympic Commission for introducing new events to the Olympics at the Olympics. That is my um, full title. Yes. Thank you. It's great. Uh, thank you for uh, learning that. It's fair. Don't ask me to repeat it in that same way because mm. I can't. Uh, when we when we look at the events that we need to add um, to find, you know, what we need to look for are, are events that take an immense amount of skill um, and that are nearly impossible for us mere mortals to do well or at least consistently. When you think about that Venn diagram, that leaves us just with one single video game activity that really fits those parameters. And Kyle, that is accurately hitting a nano boost to an intended teammate a la Hana from Overwatch. Um, Uh, Excuse me, sir. I'm in this picture and I do not like it. (laughs) Well, then then Matt, you would agree that it is nearly impossible, but oh, so rewarding when it's done. Uh, who this is this event, for? This, who is well, this for? <laughs> it is for us, all of us, who has ever played Anna in a heated game of Overwatch. This is for uh, Todd and Matt. I need it to be known that someone is talking about Overwatch on this podcast, and it's not me. Well, I yeah, this, that is true. I felt this one. Um, anyway, Kyle, Olympic Commissioner Kyle, leader of the Olympic Commission for New Sports at the Olympics. Uh, it is nearly impossible but oh so rewarding when it is done this event is truly going to be a game changer 
You know, we've already got something like half a dozen different shooting events at the Summer Olympics. You're right. This one, we do. <laughs> but this one is going to add an American Gladiator style amount of flair that I think we've really been missing. Mm. Why shoot targets when you can shoot your friends? <laughs> uh, excuse me, Matt. Teammates, we leave those friendly acquaintances off of our team selection. Okay, so we have baseball, baseball plus. We have not totally not uh, rhythmic gymnastics, and we uh, have it's not rhythmic. <laughs> <laughs> there is no there is no ribbon attached to people in Dark no. Souls. To, uh, totally not rhythmic gymnastics. I that's what I said, and mm. and another shooting event, but with more chaos. Is that what? Is that what you're pitching today? Okay, okay. So we have some questions, and we're hoping most of them will be answered in this next section. Um, Please explain to to myself and the committee the rules of your competition. How will it be scored? Um, Is this strictly a numbers thing, like, you know, a race where the fastest person goes home with a gold medal? Or is this more subjective and scored by judges? What sort of things will they be looking for? What are penalties you can take on? Tell us the rules of the game. Matt. Kyle. Kyle, it's easy. It's all about the distance, baby. Hit bag. Go far. We're keeping it easy in this event. None of that subjective shit. It breeds controversy. Figure skaters can't get a perfect 10. And if there's one thing the Olympics are, are known for, it's dodging controversy. Dodging, <laughs> dodging controversy and cardboard no sex beds. Low-browed pe- low peasants judging ribbon dancing? Unacceptable. Olympic events need to be, as Andrew might say, simple and clean. So here's the deal, Kyle. It is all about... That's a good joke. Thank you. Taking this baseball bat and smacking this bag as far as it can go and that's it and all we're gonna do is measure how far it goes now there are some ways to get penalized this is just like any other track and field throwing event if you step outside of that circle if you step off of that platform kyle that's game over that's a disqualification if you don't properly exit out the back of that circle just like in proper olympic throwing events that's a disqualification. And you know what? We're not doing that new school shit where the home run contests have a wall and you can like bat the, I don't know, it's, it's in like Smash 4 or whatever where you can right, hit the bag right. and it doesn't go out. If you hit the bag off the platform before it's, you're supposed to hit the bag off the platform, disqualification doesn't count. Gotta, you gotta do the things. It's just like shot, just like disc, just like hammer throw, except it's a bag and a baseball bat. And you know what? We're going to run doubles because they introduced that in the game. So you can have like two guys hit one bag <laughs> with a baseball bat at the same time and see how far it goes. And that's a be lot of coordination. Cool. <laughs> that would be a lot of coordination. Well, it's that, the that's... Olympics. There's a lot of if you guys watch the Olympics, there's a lot of coordination there. Um, the only the ones. only the summer. <laughs> Damn it. <my> joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. All right. Um, hit hit bag. Go far. Can I use any bat? Are there regulations? Oh, there are. Reg- there are absolutely regulation bats. And that's the thing, right? Is so like this is a video game event. And I come to understand. I think that the premise here is that we're doing video game events in real life. We're yes. doing video game yeah. events in real life. We adding the video. I think game we're doing video game events. Yeah, in real life. video game events in real life. Yes. Great. Perfect. So, yeah, there's going to need to be a little bit of adjustment to make this work you know like you can't hit a sandbag like you do in super smash brothers and expect it to go hundreds of yards so there is going to be a regulation bat that is going to work with the target that hits sandbags better well we're not going to use a sandbag we're going to use something that's like more i don't know kinetic something that when you hit it hit it it goes far um not a baseball we're not going to use a baseball it's going to be a bigger target and it's still going to be like kind of a bag. It's going to be That's like a be like a sand. home a home run ball, Matt. No, not a baseball. No. Like a, <laughs> a bl- <laughs> let's let's call it like a I don't know, like a a home run like a sphere sack, mm. maybe not like a, a sphere. Like a home run, no a home run orb. What a, like a dictionary? Like it'll be like a rubber mm. dictionary. Rubber dictionary. Because can a you ballistic... imagine trying to hit a baseball the same time as another guy? That'd be like, like impossible. A... Like a ballistics gel um, uh, eight ball of sorts, like a cue ball sized <laughs> ballistics mm-hmm. gel that you hit for a home run. It's not a ball. 
and it's not small no it's like a rubber dictionary we're going i'm gonna lay with rubber rubber dictionary dictionary is such a rubber dictionary Uh uh-huh that's so weirdly specific (laughs) specific um okay all right um i'm not sure how i feel about any of that um we're gonna talk about the rubber dictionary i guess later but um andrew why don't you tell us the rules of dodge rolling sure well what makes dodge rolling so useful and why it's so much of a core to the souls games is that dodging gives you invincibility frames which are also referred to as iframes so this means that dodging is just not something that you're doing to get away rather it's it can be used to close distance to to traverse but when you've really mastered iframes with this and this is like core for dark souls you can actually use your iframes to dodge through attacks and this is like a thing that like when people like when you play this game, like that's a that's a major clicking point, right? It's like the idea is like how I play Dark Souls is I dodge through and basically pass the enemy and then stab him in the back. And I just do that every single time, rinse and repeat in just different in different, different combinations. Mm-hmm. So to really capture the essence of the source, our new dodge rolling competition to be clear, it's not gymnastics. <laughs> Will absolutely test the athlete's speed and dexterity, but also their timing. Now, the challenge, much unlike gymnastics, will be to navigate through a room of full of dangers and traps, and they'll have to successfully dodge whirl their way through each one. Okay, so we're going to start out easy. They'll begin by somersaulting their way across a checkerboard platform with spikes coming up in alternating timed intervals. <laughs> Then they'll cross the molten chasm by rolling across a rocky cliff that's covered in like small streams of flowing lava. After that are the swinging pendulum maces, which is what it sounds like. Narrow walkways covered by giant swinging spiked clubs. Andrew, how, how real mm-hmm. is the, the lava for this? And um, like how sharp are the spikes? And Depends on the budget. So this is just floor is lava, the Netflix show. So it's yeah, okay. But with somersaulting, well, and I, real traps. Uh, hmm. So I like that second part less. Your <laughs> argument with somersaulting was acceptable. Your argument with mm-hmm. real traps, less so. Much like the floor is made of lava, if they fall off, they have to pretend like they're dying in lava until the <laughs> camera pans off. No, no, I mean it's like whatever. You you have invincibility frames. That's that's the idea. So then the last bit is what's really going to set the, the top performers apart from the rest. So the last section features this open area with three kind of like floor-to-ceiling posts, right? And built inside each of the posts are these massive battle axes set to different heights. And they're just on a mechanism where they just do like a quarter turn. Sure. And in order to finish the course to call time, the athletes have to dodge roll through the swinging axes as they are set to lower and lower heights. Because they have to dodge through the attacks. Through. Okay. So real human beings will have to iframe the final challenge of this? Is that what my... I think that is, that is what I came to this episode today to talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so much like the parkour championship, which if you've never seen the parkour championship, <laughs> holy wild. shit, the parkour yeah, championship cool. rips. Um, each Olympic athlete will be judged on speed, form, and most importantly, how much they are bleeding at the end of the run. Mm. Okay, so blood will factor in. How is that measured? Yeah, do they do they collect the blood from the course and then weigh the blood? <laughs> it's like it's like paintball. Thing? Like you can tell you can eyeball. It's like paintball. You can eyeball it. Mm, see, it doesn't seem like controversy paintball. if we're if we're eyeballing things. Mm-hmm. Also, in paintball, you're hitting someone and it becomes visible that they've been hit. Yeah. This seems like reverse paintball. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, it's, I mean, it's up to the Don't judges. Don't say yeah so like, like that answers it. <laughs> well, like, it depends, it depends where It's you up to the judges. It's, it's naturally, it's naturally mm. not, like, objective. It's up to the discretion of the judge and their ability to have spatial uh, reasoning when it comes to how much blood fell out of a person's body. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. are, there are, mm. there are subjective events at the Olympics, and that is an unfortunate reality we uh, live in. Yes, it like, from what I hear, creates controversy. Like, which runner runs the fastest? It just depends. That, that okay, is, but, that like, would, you know that, but you, that but you know that there are subjective things yeah, to do it. Right? Like, yeah, you know yeah. that. Like, you know that's a thing, right? Like, figure skating? That's a thing? No, it's, no, it's very calculated and measured. 
They 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 have weighed the points of each figure skater, and it's fine. There's no controversy. I hate you so much, Todd. <laughs> stop stop what you're doing and tell us the rules to to the nano boost event. Yeah, easy. You don't have a snappy name as snappy a name as the other two. No, it's the nano boost event. You know, so Kyle, do you know why like the you know why the game cricket is not an Olympic sport? Because no one understands the rules. And all I've heard today are busy, involved rules. This is simple, Kyle. There is a timer against that timer. You, the shooter or a shooter from the team has to hit the intended teammate with a nano boost while the opposing team plays interference of said application of nano boost on a black battlefield or, <laughs> I have or a arena. yes i have a very important question yes, what Andrew. is a nano boost yeah <laughs> it is a it is a at this point in time in the stage of the development of this event it is a dart fired out of a very real gun and what's in the what dart? okay it in this Keep stage, going <laughs> in in year one kyle probably just like saline it's fine um probably that's not the point. probably I will explain this more, but in this pitch I'm giving, it's saline. Fine, it's saline. Okay. Ooh, ooh, Olympians worried about questionable liquids being injected into them. Ooh, a bunch of nerds. Anyway, Kyle, scores... Score, Fucking got him. <laughs> scores to this event will be assigned based on a number of factors then. So, like I said, it's going to involve time taken. Did the shooter hit the intended target? So did the shooter hit the the tracer size DPS, the small squirrely character or a giant flying diva like defender? Now, also, the team will receive a DNF if the shooter is attacked and incapacitated by the opposing team until they are unable to fire their nano boost dart at a teammate. That is important to know. So there it is, Kyle. That's all the rules, like four sentences. Easy. No, I four sentences are a lot are a lot more than than hit bag go far. I will first first. Yeah, I'll say. but but I think there's still a lot of argument as to how uh, sphere like the object is that is being struck in a home run stance. And I think so, that's creating a lot of confusion in the Olympic community right now. I have a lot of questions. Um, Me too. What what is the other team yeah. doing to run interference? Zone defense, baby. Just. That means nothing. Just, just getting in the way. Getting, <laughs> it literally just, means nothing. Just, just mucking up the place. Just just body why, blocking, shoving. So is this just like catch? why have an event? Why have an event to shoot other people when yeah. you? What's the difference to just like shooting a target? What's like how is this different from the other shooting events? You're is, just shooting a person. What is instead stopping of a the intended target from running you, directly wait, can, toward? The, can Andrew say the sentence he just said again? What is different from shooting a person and just a target? <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Uh, a challenge and it's different and it's unpredictable because it adds the human element because the man is the most dangerous man is the most dangerous game I was waiting when we got to that joke Um, Kyle what is stopping a a a member of the offense from just running back at the shooter well they could but that's likely going to draw some of the defense with them yeah but they just then they just gotta shoot them they just gotta like (laughs) <laughs> you know what, Kyle? Where, Kyle, where, if you, Kyle, here's the thing. Where, I don't know how much the you team play. Starting, I don't. Start- in the in the field together, and, okay, and the so- shooters facing the other direction. Kyle, I don't know <laughs> if you've ever played as Anna and gotten your alt and been like, "This is gonna be great." I'm just gonna go nano a damage dealing member of my team, and that sentence never goes the way you think it's gonna no, go. No, I understand all of that, yeah, Todd. All right, then I have a lot of questions about putting that that condensing that specific yeah. feeling into one olympic event that you're mm. not answering right now i feel like todd, i am answering though yes andrew todd do you remember that class in college that we had called new games uh yeah where where it was just <laughs> versions of dodgeball yeah and it was in the premise was and we paid real the, we paid real college money to take this real did. college course we did the the next generation these are, these are citing examples of the next generation saying why did it call why was college a thing mm-hmm. anyway in that class yeah People, real people, real teenage humans would go to the class and they would be asked, hey, you need to make a game today. Mm-hmm. And everyone would be like, oh, fuck, I have to think of something. And then they would just go to version variations of kickball. That's yeah. what you just did today on this podcast. <laughs> I don't I don't think that is fair. Um, I, I don't think that like is to, accurate. Uh, uh, shut up, Todd. I would like to fair. nail down uh, what Todd's sport really is. And it's effectively like one dude in one cubicle picking up a trash can and one dude in another cubicle wadding up a piece of paper and trying to throw it in that trash can. And then the dude in the middle cubicle, like waving his hand in the middle, like that's this whole, 
Olympic event. Except with gun. Except with guns. Except with live ammunition is a is another yeah. part we're um, really glossing yeah. over. This mm. is the Shadow the Hedgehog version of what I just said. <laughs> uh your 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 metaphor's not terribly off, but yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's it's in in concept. When we draw this out in a diagram, we start from where we started and where we go, that's part of it. The the paper basket game Matt described I mean, was part when, of the process. When people don't well, if you need to explain why it's appealing, because people at home may then decide they want to play this game, and that's the better version. Shoot Instead your friends at home, <laughs> firing Shoot live live home. live okay. darts full of questionable liquid at your friends. You know, a lot of sports come into the Olympics from the uh, Junior Olympics. Is this going to be mm, a yeah. youth sport? Yeah. Um, well, the, all the youth are doing it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. It's yeah. Whoa, OK, the defense rest. I meant I meant playing. I meant playing Overwatch, but that's fine. Take it. Take it for your own interpretation. You meant playing Overwatch, but you said shooting. Hey, your Kyle, friends. I'd like yeah. I'd like the third question. <laughs> I bet I bet you would. Um, okay, so we have established the event and the rules, I guess, in a way. Um, so now we are looking at the liability um, factor involved. Um, it would be not good for the future of our new sport if half the athletes became seriously injured du- during the inaugural games. But, you know, like one or two is probably really good for short term ratings. So, like, if that happened, it wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, How do you propose we protect the athletes competing in your event? Matt. Yeah, Kyle. So because this event does have a singles division and a doubles division, we're going to need to. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need to protect everyone equally, even though in the singles division, there's like way less room for injury in the doubles division. Things get a little hinky, but I'm glad Todd brought up cricket earlier. I was going to bring up cricket in this question because we're basically just going to put everybody in cricket pads. You know, you give them the big bubbly shin guards (laughs) and a helmet and then just like golf gloves. So that if a swing goes awry in doubles, Uh okay, their shins and head will be protected. The most the two most viable parts of the body. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we'll have helmets for everybody, which is the big thing. I mean, Olympics, very anti-concussion. So we'll make sure that everybody's like craniums are safe. Um, Other than that, you know, somebody's going to get cranked in the head with a baseball bat and it's going to get a lot of views on YouTube and um, it's going to be great for short term ratings. Millennials are going to love it. It's going to be on all the all the TikToks and the compilations. I can see it. Best best home run contest fails. Yeah. Compilation vine. Yeah. (laughs) Like somebody hits the rubber dictionary and it Mm. comes back and hits them (laughs) in the face. I don't know. Good. The doubles is where it's really going to be a problem, because, again, like a dictionary is only so big and two people trying to hit a dictionary at the same time with two baseball bats, mm. it's going to take a lot of coordination, which you're right. We, yeah. We again, established lots of coordination in the Olympics. So yeah, go Todd ahead. Has a question. Yeah. Um, the, the physics behind a two person dictionary hit, mm-hmm. um, does that mean that the best teams will have, uh, just ambidextrous batters, like a, like a left-handed batter and a right-handed batter, or are we looking at like a, a, like, Happy Gilmore learning how to put tapped in <laughs> situation where where much like much like making the clay pot with Patrick Swayze, we are hand over hand <laughs> trying to strike the dictionary together. I'm just trying to get the best mental image here. Never in my whole life would I have thought of learning like the happy Gilmore learning to putt. But I you know. Somebody's gonna try it, and if it works for them, maybe they'll win the gold medal. But it's not the what meta I have will in evolve, head. is what you're Todd, saying. We aren't we aren't getting it bogged down in strategy of how to best win Fair. the game right now. This yes, is yeah. about play, protecting our players. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Um, I'm still not sold on like the physics of actually hitting a rubber dictionary and it like going anywhere than just kind of like plunking <laughs> on the ground. I don't 
know why you don't get that. I think if I hit, I think if I hit a not rubber dictionary with a baseball bat, it would go like a little bit. How big are your dictionaries? How big are your baseball bats? <laughs> <laughs> the obvious Touché. response to your question. I stand wildly corrected. <laughs> um, so, so moving on, um, Andrew, how are we going to protect our, our athletes during uh, dodge rolling? Yeah, well, okay, so it's a perfectly fair criticism that my event could lead to a few more injuries than others. Now, fortunately, my team of crack designers have thought of a solution that also happens to be inspired by Dark Souls. So in the game, healing items are pretty limited. You can find a few one-offs, but you're really kind of at the mercy of, of one major item, and this is the Estus Flask, which is a permanent item in your inventory that has limited charges that will refill uh, to certain points at checkpoints or bonfires. Um, our experts have determined that as long as our competitors have Estus charges, it won't matter how many limbs they lose because they can just chug lug, get all their health back. So similar question to what you asked Todd last round. Sure. What is an S- what's, what is in an Estus flask? Well, Kyle, it's not entirely, we're not entirely sure. Um, See, that's the worse answer than what I gave. Now, some scholars have have posited that it is the remains of bonfires or uh, the skeletal remains of of firekeepers who are these kind of like uh, eternal beings that were given part of the eternal, of the, the single eternal flame. We're not going to get into Dark Souls lore necessarily today. Is that gonna? Is there a is there a kosher solution for for our um, religious competitors if they don't want to drink is. the the remains of a of a firekeeper? So there is, and and um, a lot of streamers have posited that Estus Flask is just Sunny D. So Fair. we believe that Sunny D <laughs> will do the trick. Okay, so you're going to be competing mm-hmm. and. And potentially mess up their dodge roll and get hit by a, by an axe spinning. Yep. And then they're going to drink Sunny D to feel better about it. Now, I, I, I counter your argument because I can see that you're getting a little <laughs> malicious here. Now, I counter your argument by saying, when you played soccer as a kid and you were tired, did you not take orange? Did you not suck on orange slices? It's basically the same thing. There's a yeah. there, oh, wait. Hold on. There's yeah, a no. long way between orange slices and Sunny D. There is a long walk from really? orange slices yeah. and Sunny Organic D. Sunny D. One. That, that's, those words don't go together no. in the way if you, you used If you would have said Kool-Aid jammers, I would have been with you, but you didn't. <laughs> the thin film that I have to scrape off my teeth every time I drink a Sunny D <laughs> leads me to believe that there's a lot more than orange citrus in those organic Sunny Ds. Yeah, it's the blood of a firekeeper, obviously. Second point, um, when, you know, when I was tired at the end of soccer practice, yeah, Sunny D or orange slices really hit the spot. When I rolled my ankle or slid into the goal and, and needed stitches up my leg, I needed a little more than Sunny D. It, didn't, it wasn't doing a whole lot for those injuries, and I think those are going to be closer to what we're, we're talking about yeah, in the dodge roll obstacle course. Mm-hmm. It's totally fair. Now, we have done some more research, research into this, and we have found that in the event that the competitors do run out of Estes charges slash Sunny D, and... May or, and maybe if they do get sliced in half by a battle axe, we have found that they will respawn at the beginning of the course. Now, the trick is when they respawn, they will have lost all of their humanity mm. and probably most of their memories. So they will not likely have an understanding of where they are or why they're there. Fair. Um, but the, the solution to that is once they respawn and they're like, ah, the, all they need to do is go and go back to backtrack to where they originally were decapitated there. They can find their pool of blood and reclaim all of their lost humanity by touching the blood stain, the dried blood stain on the floor. So that is the foolproof solution that we have thought through. That's science. That's. And that Kyle is science. Hmm. Very, very interesting solutions to the problems we've posed. I will admit I have my, I have my doubts, um, but we're going to send it over to Leal and see what they what they think about it. Because this does sound exciting. 
you got us there. It does sound Perfect. like an exciting event. Um, Todd, same question. You're shooting vials of liquid at professional athletes. Yeah. Um, tell us how you're going to address any liability concerns that may arise with that. Yeah, that's fine. Kyle, I want to lay out to you what the first three appearances of the Nano Boost shoot event will look like for the Olympics going forward. <laughs> because in the end, I think I'm going to paint a pretty good picture of what we're going to settle on. So in full transparency, in the first year at the 2024 Olympics, there's no rules, baby. We just got to we just got to feel things out and really dub whatever happens and any injuries that take place from a, you know, a human person firing a dart full of saline into a nine person mob as what the way we'll put on the press release is, quote, learning experiences that could not have possibly been prevented, end quote. So that is gun, dart, timer, blow the whistle, let go and let God, you know, the uh, the aftermath that we're going to get here, Kyle, uh, Un, just to be very transparent, numerous injuries and a number of early retirements. Um, many athletes will spend one season training, competing, and then they will retire. Now, in the second appearance of this event, we're going to deck everyone out with a variety of Kevlar armor slash large shield options for safety. But then, you know, also some weapons for excitement. Uh, these will most <laughs> likely these weapons will most likely be realistic safety equipment uh, more than anything. And that also then opens the door for sponsorship. So we're talking Red Bull. We're talking <laughs> Disney Plus and just the sad reality of it. Probably the U.S. Navy. So what we get out of the second <laughs> appearance is we will have zero injuries. However, it unfortunately leads to a less exciting performance in the 2028 Olympics. Now, Kyle, let me paint a picture for you. You've painted a lot of pictures so far. Third year, 2032 Olympics. Hosted in Tallahassee, Florida. We're going to beef up the armor, but we're going to replace the fake weapons with real weapons and actual flying mechs and guns because viewership went down in year two because of too much safety. So we're trying to like balance it out. Also, there's the option that desperate slash bad teams on defense, they could, if they choose, have one of their players turn into a sentry gun and sit in the back line if they are desperate and they want to be a little bitch boy cheater. So <laughs> that is what we are bringing to you in the form of safety. So you, did you say mechs? Mechs. Did you say mechs? To reduce I said injury. and guns and, and armor. I did say mechs. You know what? Yeah, I'll just I'll just I'll step out. We're, the, adding, yeah, we're adding gun turrets and live ammo. Well, 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 to Kyle, re Kyle. reduce liability charges. OK, Kyle, we had we had too much safety in 2024. Um, that was an International Olympics. There were a lot of rules. But the year it came to Tallahassee, Florida, ironically, <laughs> we dropped some of the safety regulations. I, I think I'm still struggling because, OK, the source is is not Anna as a support character and yeah. sh her doing the, the booster is a good thing. Mm -hmm, yeah. Do are you trying to? Do your friends want to be shot at with the saline slash yeah, mech oh, yeah. turrets? Yeah. No. Well, well the the so if you were to listen, the the people on defense, if I they want to if they want to <laughs> cheat, they could turn a character into a mech turret and sit on the back line and fire at hmm. the, oh, the of offense. Course. Yeah. Did you get that? Classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're welcome, everyone. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah, Kyle. Great. It's pretty. It's nope, pretty nope. tight. It's, you got, it's, we got. We got. We got it. No further questions. We crystal clear. One hundred percent. Committees at one hundred. Picking up what you're putting down, Todd. We got it. We are going to take a quick break and discuss some of these. Some of these ideas brought to us today. I think um, Kyle's going to throw away his computer. <laughs> we're not going to chuck our computers into the river. No. Um. We are. We are just going to talk about. The, our options today um, and when we come back we we want to really build hype for this new event so when we come back the panel will hear your suggestions for the uncomfortably nationalistic movie or short-run television event that will be made in support of your event to get audience hype in the run-up to the first games these will appear in um, that is our super secret bonus question, if that needs to be spelled out for you, we will answer that right when we come back from this break. 
hey, are you ready for Mephisto to be in this show? Because he's going to be in this show. <laughs> From the nerds that debate this comes The Ploos is Loose, a podcast where we break down every episode of the latest MCU shows being aired on Disney+. Plus. Dottie was going to be the embodiment of Mephisto. I feel very strongly that whether it was Mephisto. I do not think this is Mephisto. This is Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. You Mephisto. I'm going to keep saying Mephisto. i Mephisto. Shards of Mephisto. It's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. <laughs> How many times can we say Mephisto in this podcast. Each week, we talk through plot details, Easter eggs, and our own predictions for how the shows will end. Her husband, who she talks about but we've yet to see, is Ooh, yeah. likely going to be Mephisto. He, she, me, Mephisto. The mailman is Mephisto. Huh? Everyone is Mephisto. <laughs> Mephistology, the study of Mephisto. Okay, so let's talk about this Mephisto bit. Schindler's Mephisto! Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download podcasts. What we didn't get were any Mephisto sightings. I'll be at the bar drinking a beer and waiting for Mephisto to show up. All right, we're back. Uh, the panel has met. We've we've talked about some things and some stuff about your games, um, and we we're close to reaching a decision. Uh, we've really decided what the final one of the final breaking points here is going to be is hearing the pitch for your um, movie or TV show that will come out before these Olympics and um, garner some excitement for the event that you've brought to us today. Um, so Matt, please tell us about your movie to make home run contest the the event of the 2024 Olympics. 20 yeah, I guess that's what it is because it's not the 2021 Olympics. All right, Kyle. So you offered up the option for a movie and we read some scripts and talked to some directors and decided that wasn't the direction we wanted to go. We wanted to do the short run television event. So we are going to run a series on ESPN2 called Home Run Contest at Home. And we are going to travel (laughs) to minor league baseball stadiums around the country. And we are going to bring families and kids and community members in to have their own home run contest. Now, some might call this a derby, and this is not... (laughs) A derby. It's not a derby because it's not a that, home run derby. It's that another trademark thing. was expensive. This is a home run <laughs> contest at home. And again, not affiliated <laughs> with the sport of baseball or the MLB. And we are going to show people what a regulation rubber dictionary is like to hit with a baseball bat. And it's going to be great. What a, what a regulation. They're going to get to use a regulation bat at home and, and hit a regulation. Exactly. Uh, it's gotcha. 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 It's going to be the Miriam Webster Firestone home run contest at home <laughs> leading up to the 2024 Olympics. And the kicker is we're going to end every event with everybody in the community getting a chance to hit what? Not a rubber dictionary, but a watermelon painted with the flag of opposing countries. And it's going to get really uncomfortably nationalistic (laughs) and racist. And it's going to kill it with the ratings. Perfect. I love I love that. Actually, we've got the the like community outreach side of it, too. That's it's very, very good. Very creative answer. Um, Matt. um, Todd. Todd. Andrew. 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 Tell us about your, the movie for Dodge Rolling. So when I talk about Dark Souls, one of the things that people love unilater- unilaterally about the Dark Souls series <laughs> is the incredibly toxic and mas- over-masculine culture that surrounds it, um, specifically yeah. referring to uh, the, quote, get good. Or yes. It's like a meme. Yep. So the idea that, like, you're not good unless you're, like, playing super hard video games because that somehow matters in life. Um, <laughs> So because that's so universally appreciated, um, we're going to mesh that together and we're going we're gonna to bring that energy to something that has been already proven to be a massive success, and that is American Ninja Warrior. So we're going to start a new, ser- new limited-time series called Get Gold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's going to be highlighting, just like American Ninja Warrior kind of walks you through like all of the people that are you know kind of going through and like trying to be the best. It's going to highlight all of get people all hyped about the heats, right? Because it's not enough just to see the final competition. You want to see how everybody got there. You want to get their stories. You want to learn who these people are. But this is not a feel good experience. No, no, no. <laughs> this is incredibly toxic. So 
Get Gold is going to be hosted by insert any infuriating tri- Twitch streamer or video game streamer <laughs> like what's his name Dr. Demento nope Dr. Dr. Demento disrespect. Mr. Dr. Disrespect that, that guy Dr. that guy um, how about PewDiePie that's pretty fun Ooh, that's pretty problematic yeah yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much like insert any problematic YouTube male YouTube streamer here we're gonna get him and uh, we're gonna play it directly on Twitch because we don't want you to know when this thing is playing it's either all the time or none of the time and god damn it you're just gonna have to get good and find out okay twitch uh, limited run twitch series also um, come at me twitch what's are, up are are people gonna die on screen well they're just gonna have to get good kyle <laughs> that's not a good answer that's it's a get good answer um i guess i hated that um todd tell us about your movie Kyle, or my tv movie, show is it it's it's gonna be a movie. It's the um, only movie, movie today. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's gonna follow a young boy named Jack who's from the heartland of the United States. So Jack is is cornbread fed and raised on a farm as he works hard to become an Olympic nano boost shooter, uh, <laughs> all American, and on a college scholarship for nano shooting at Indiana University Bloomington. Uh, in his senior year, he tries out for the Olympic team as a nano shooter, but Kyle unfortunately. Uh, he fails to get the nano shooter spot and instead is forced to play the role of nano receiver on the team. Oh, yeah. So no, <laughs> not what he wanted. And Just so to be clear, that's the person that gets hit with the salient. Right? Well, well, with this the is, contact eyelet goop. If this is if this is it depends on what iteration of the Olympics you're in, because if this is the 2032 Olympics, who knows what's in that syringe at that point? It's happening in Tallahassee. Um, but that's not important, Kyle. In the final round of the Olympics. Jack is able to somehow make space between defenders and receive the nano boost to secure the gold medal in a clutch moment, bringing it back to the United States. This movie coming to HBO Max in 2024, starring Zac Efron as a grizzled post Olympic gold winning Jack is titled Soldier 1776 Sights Set on Gold. <laughs> you got there. All stupid right. enough. You got <laughs> felt there. stupid enough. You got there. Man, that was All right. really good and stupid. Okay. Was really um, good and stupid. We have yeah. a lot of decisions to make about the future of the Olympic Games. And um, the future of the show. And the future of this <laughs> podcast. Um, so while we work on those decisions, um, please give your closing statements. Hey, so um once we did an episode about putting real weird sports into video games and went really well and Today we did an episode about putting video game sports in the real world and didn't go so well. Turns out video game logic only works one way. Um, oh shit, this is closing statements. Yeah, this is closing box. statements. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. No, I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Closing statements. Hey, home run contest. Hit bag. Go far. Uh, get gold, scrub. Humans at the height of their physical performance. Questionable sp- solutions being injected. Guns? Question mark. Olympics. Perfect. Amazing. Um. All right, guys. Um. Give some good vibes. Matt, you want to give bring, some good vibes? Bring the show home. It doesn't sound like he does. Yeah. Um. Hey. So in this episode, we told kids to shoot their friends and drink things from vials. Uh, and that Sunny D would heal all wounds. So those were all things we did. Two um, truths and a lie. In this Olympics episode <laughs> of Debate This. Yeah. Um, Andrew, your idea for a jazzed up video game American Ninja Warrior course is really good. And uh, the concept of dodge rolling being a measurable <laughs> talent is excellent. Um, this was one of those weird episodes where we all got like maybe a quarter of the way into our answer from question two and realized, oh, shit, I don't really have a leg to stand on here. Uh, no, and we all kind of realized that at the same time, which was fun. And I think that you went off the rails when real knives got involved. But before that, I liked everything you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect. Todd, again. I feel like your answer was directed at at me as a person, and I didn't much care for that. Uh, I am the burned out frat dad who watches other Anna's nano their teammates and says, that's easy. I can do that. Uh, and the nano's mercy is all the way to the payload. So um, thanks for thanks for talking about Overwatch on this podcast, because that gave me a chance to talk about Overwatch without bringing it up. And I like that. It's fair. 
Matt, you talked a lot about rubber dictionaries, and I'm not really sure why. <laughs> Me neither. But I have to but, say... But you committed to that. The idea of two people hitting a My sack God. in tandem <laughs> is quite possibly the funniest thing I've, I've ever heard. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm legitimately going to be thinking about it later. And uh, that was, that was a, a, real, a real hoot. Um, Todd, I still don't really get your, your entire <laughs> argument, but I was entertained. So I'm going to give it to you. That was fun. Good on you. Uh, uh, um, Matt, your answer was good. And I want you to know that what you brought to start was good. And then, much like Andrew, you said something about rubber dictionaries, and I really just kind of <laughs> drilled in on that for the rest of the episode. I was like, oh, Matt doesn't want to say baseballs. I got it. Well, he suggests, oh, rubber dic- dictionaries. Rubber dictionaries. All right. Uh, well, um, Andrew, I also liked what you brought as well. The whole time I imagined it as much less American Ninja Warrior and more like, Bad things are coming at this person. So in American Ninja Warrior, they have to mm-hmm. bring themselves to the obstacles. And this I yeah. imagined like you were imagining wipeouts. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wipeout is a closer <laughs> wipeout, but with like swinging blades and monsters with giant swords and dragons that spawn out of other dead things. But yeah, good. Yeah. We did. We did good here today. I think I'm I, I I would like to just dust our hands off and say that we did a good job. <laughs> that all yeah, three of us. We can call this one. <laughs> all four of us did a good job today. We can call this mission accomplished. <laughs> three great <laughs> options that we can just pack up and send to uh, Kyle, the Olympic commissioner of Olympic events that go to the Olympics. Great. So, gentlemen, we have we the committee have reached our decision of what the the next game to be included in the 2024 Olympics will be. Um, Todd, we regret to inform you that it is not a nano boost shooting. That is a crime. <laughs> it, it sounded very exciting. Um, we do not feel that turning into me- your plan of having them turn into mechs and add weapons and flying apparatuses is in the spirit of the Summer Olympic Games more of a winner thing. Maybe you should talk to the Winter Olympic Games <laughs> no, committee I, I will, about I will never, <laughs> I will never talk to the Olympic Games committee ever. Um, counterpoint, how is putting a person in a mech any, in any way unlike the year they outlawed those specific swimsuits because they floated? The, the, specifically the fact that they outlawed those swimsuits? Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, counters your argument entirely? No, entirely. I, I, are you saying that taking... swimsuits are mechs, Todd? Is that a hill you're about to die on? <laughs> My question wasn't directed at you, Matt. It was directed at Kyle. Um, I will. I will die on the hill that um, the humans' use of glasses and watches constitutes them as cyborgs by by a loose there. definition of the word. So, um, Andrew. Yes, Kyle. Um, we we really liked the creativity. And the excitement that dodge rolling the competition yeah. would so, would which bring is why you're games. saying that I've won. Perfect. Um, I'm I totally agree with your decision. We aren't saying that they will never be in the Olympic Games. However, we think that they would stand to do well in an X Games type run first to work out some of the uh, the issues we noticed with the mm. safety of the game. It's not mm. to say. We, we won't help your, your game get to television and reach the masses, but it will not be an mm-hmm. Olympic event in the next games this time around. Fine. <laughs> which brings <laughs> us to Matt. Uh, we have chosen the home run contest, which is different than baseball and the home run derby, yeah, to be in the 2024 um, Summer Olympic Games. Hell yeah, um, we will be. We are very excited about the, the calamity that the doubles event will cause. Um, we do want to work with our branding coordinator about potentially changing the rubber dictionary into an adorable little mascot for the Olympic Games that will get smacked. <laughs> That's much better. Uh, to oblivion and that we can sell billions and billions of to the children of the world. It's very good. Um, yeah. So Matt, Matt, you are our winner today. Um, please accept this Olympic trophy, this Olympic torch. Is our is our prize for you? You get the Olympic torch. Oh wow! How and actually, you're in charge of the Olympics now. We all quit effective immediately. Goodbye. Hmm. When 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 Matt's event gets sued 
for so many reasons. I I anticipate pitching either Andrew or my idea back at you again. That's that's for Andrew. That's for Matt to to decide now. He's in charge of the Olympics. <laughs> He's um, I no longer want this burden. It's a, it's um, a real Willy Wonka situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that is it for us today. Thank you for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Want more Debate This? Want that? That I guess that happened to someone else, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Want more debate this content, but you can't wait until two Tuesdays from now? Do you love hearing our voices and goofs and crave more of that for your ear holes? Well, you are in luck because if you subscribe to our Patreon for just $5 a month, you can unlock the fourth Tuesday. Uh, doing so allows us to get nerdy with you in our Patreon only Discord. You get access to extra shows like The Office Drones. That is it for us today. Until next time, I am Kyle Harper. I'm Matt Miriam Fire Webster Stone. Cole. <laughs> I'm Andrew. It's all in the flips. Henderson. And I'm Todd. Bet I can hit a rubber dictionary over that mountain. Thomas. We're saying thank you for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. 